You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. So this week, I wanted to bring you behind the scenes a little bit in terms of where I am at in reintegrating into life and business since our move. So we are about 60 days post-move, settling in here in Northwest Florida, and a lot of things are the same and a lot of things are different for me. And that's what I want to talk about today. So I realize that one thing that I have been doing really well with these frequent moves that our family has endured over the last several years is I have taken each move as an opportunity to prioritize myself a little bit more. Prioritizing myself has been something I've been really not great at ever since starting my business. And from in the early days, pouring every ounce of my heart and soul and energy into everyone else's business to not finding time to take care of myself. Hashtag self-care was my word of the year a couple of years ago. It's just been really hard, right? It's been hard moving. It's been hard being a mom to an infant and then a toddler and now an almost five-year-old. Like everybody else has always come first before myself. And what... I have done is made teeny tiny shifts to make myself more of a priority, especially over the last two years. And it's hard to measure those gains when I just think about it and talk about it out loud like this. However, when I'm intentional and I really think about how those teeny tiny shifts have compiled and made some big changes, it's really evident. So that's where it gets a little bit tricky when it comes to mindset and when it comes to those small shifts that create bigger habits or bigger changes. It's hard to measure them unless we are very, very intentional and we're honest with ourselves and we're being fair and we are honoring the effort instead of always what the gain is, right? So what I mean by that is when we left Las Vegas and came to Montgomery, which was our last move, my word of the year during that was self-care. And so one of the things that I really prioritized was incorporating Pilates into my schedule. So I started building my schedule differently to really be able to support and make sure that I held space for weaving in Pilates instead of all fitted in whenever I don't have work, because guess what? I'll always have work, right? I love what I do. I love my clients. I love being able to create and have fun. But what was happening is I was getting pushed to the bottom of the pile all the time because then, you know, Montessori school was done and it was time to start dinner. And then we would want to do some type of family activity. And our life is busy, much like yours. There's always things going on. And so by prioritizing that and like speaking it into existence and putting it on my calendar, it was amazing how that really allowed space for me to say, well, hold on, you really wanted to do this thing and let's make sure it happens. So there were some shifts that happened with that move. 
And I really also changed my routine in terms of not jumping right into work in the mornings. I made sure that I spent time with Ellie and got her ready for school and made her lunch and took her. And then I would go and work out, um, whether it was at the gym or whether it was private Pilates or sometimes just going on a walk. And then I would start my day. That is not how I had been doing it previously. It was wake up, grab some coffee, probably nursing the baby at the same time and immediately answering emails, doing all the things because I felt like everyone was waiting on me. And that wasn't really a true story. That was not a true narrative. That's what I allowed myself to believe. And so therefore I fell into those patterns. So fast forward to now, I have another year of practicing a greater level of self-care, not perfect by any means, but better than I was previously. That's the goal. Progress, right? Progress over perfection. We always want to strive for progress. So here I am, we do another move and it's like, and how can I elevate the priority of self-care to another degree? How can I do a little bit more than I was even doing last year and in our last move? So what that has looked like for me is again, holding space in the mornings for my time of taking care of my body. And so I've been doing some really long workouts and I have been making sure that I get my protein in and having slower mornings, you guys. That for me has been really key in terms of just being gentle with my nervous system. So yeah, I look and to see if I have any important emails and I might Voxer with my team, but what is going to happen first and foremost is going to be working out sitting on the porch, having coffee. And we're talking long workouts. I have always previously been somebody that's like, oh my goodness, I have to work out. How quickly can I get this done? Yuck. My workouts were like never more than 30 minutes and I despise them. We decided to do a home gym because I don't really like leaving the house. I want to stay home as much as humanly possible. I love it. I work from home. I love my home. I don't want to go anywhere unless I have to, unless it's like to the beach or on the boat or something like that. So Having a home gym has been a game changer because what that has done is allowed it to be in my space. And it's allowed me to go slower and leisurely instead of like, okay, it's going to take me 15 minutes to get to the gym and then I have to get set up. And so then I have a workout. Oh my gosh, this workout's actually going to take me an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, that's cutting into my day. That would have been how I felt if I had to drive to a gym, but having it in my garage, it's like, oh, I can roll in. I can be really gentle with my nervous system. I can prioritize sitting on our gorgeous porch and having my coffee in the morning and not feel rushed. And what's been happening as a result of that is I've been enjoying my workouts. I've been a much nicer person because I don't feel rushed in the mornings. I get to go slower. And I want to share all of this because it's important to highlight the small things and how that continues to change the bigger picture over time. And I also want to make sure that you know that I understand that this might not be your reality. You might not be moving. You might not be having these big opportunities for like these changes that I'm talking about. And that's totally fine. So I would challenge you to start to look for other changes in seasons of your life and how you can use those as a small shift in terms of resetting a little bit more space to focus on yourself. And I hope you don't have to move because it's a real pain. And so what I'm saying is I realize that like my circumstances aren't going to necessarily be your circumstances, but I want to maybe help you understand how you could adapt these to your own lifestyle. So whether you are going to finally have a child that starts daycare, or maybe you're finally weaning your baby 
and they're going to be going onto the bottle. And so not as dependent on you for a feeding schedule, or maybe your toddler is going to be going into kindergarten for the first time, or maybe your kids are going off to college, right? Shifts in your lifestyle, no matter how small and looking at, okay, I have some opportunity here. Maybe it's not necessarily that you get more time, but maybe the schedule has shifted. And how can you use that, that change as an opportunity to prioritize yourself in some way, even if it's 1% more? That's what I have learned how to do with these big, big changes in our life, because it would be really easy to have these moves and these, you know, my husband being gone all the time or whatever it is, and just be like throwing myself into work because that's what I know. But honestly, by pulling back from that, And prioritizing taking care of myself and slowing down and incorporating more self-care, I have become such a better business owner, such a better mom, such a better wife, such a better coach. And it's not just these things that I'm talking about. It's also looking at what I invest my business time into. So incorporating coaching and support that also prioritizes me. And not just business coaching, right? I've shared with you that I've had an Enneagram coach. I have had a hormone coach. I currently have a trainer who is absolutely amazing. And she helps set my intentions for the week and my goals. And I have daily access to her. And it has been such a game changer. And I get to do it in a way that is authentic for me and that feels good. And so I just want to encourage you to look a little bit deeper in terms of how can you find a way to be prioritizing yourself a little bit more. And honestly, there have been so many lessons in all of this because these aren't massive. Like if you knew me six months ago and you knew me right now and you could have a lens into my morning routine, you'd be like, lady, this isn't like ginormously different. But to me, it is because I'm starting to really, really recognize the results. Now, I will tell you that I have to work hard on that. I have to be really, really self-aware and I have to dial in like, do I feel different? Do I have more energy? Do I feel more calm and at ease? Does my nervous system enjoy this more so? Yes, yes, yes. It's all of the answers. I have to be intentional with my thoughts and gathering that data because I could easily just say, "Eh, I don't think anything's different. That would be simple. It's actually harder to do the work of doing the inventory and figuring out what is different. And the other thing, the other reason I wanted to do this podcast today is because there have been so many lessons that are parallel with business in terms of my own journey and prioritizing myself and especially my health and my fitness. Man, I'm hard on myself. And raise your hand. I know I can't really see you, but I feel like I'll feel you if you can relate. Like it doesn't matter what I do or how good I am at it. I am going to look for the things that give me evidence that I'm not good enough yet, which is garbage and which I have continually and I do continue to try and work at shifting my mindset and having more of that abundance approach to it and, and saying, yeah, there are things that still can be grown or perfected and those are opportunities and let's celebrate how far you've come. So take, for instance, my journey of really, really focusing on my my food and being dedicated to getting stronger and more fit. And that's really started since we've moved here. I've taken it up a notch and hired this personal trainer, but I could easily just say like, oh, I'm not making any progress. And I have, I have lots of times, but if I really sit down and I look at the data, the data says I'm making massive progress. 
The difference is it's not necessarily the massive progress that maybe I could have made 10, 15 years ago. It's not maybe the massive progress that I would like to have yet because my big goals are still so much further down the line. And I feel like I have a long ways till I get there. But really the data says that I'm moving along at a really great pace and I'm I'm kind of ahead of the trend in terms of average. I will also tell you, I wouldn't be able to see this. I would, I would be able to see it. I wouldn't give myself the chance to see it if I didn't have support. If I didn't have a coach like calling it out and allowing her to be the expert and saying, here's what I see and here's what I know. And this is what you can expect because I would just wallow in the, I'm not there yet and get discouraged and probably have already quit to be quite honest. And so that's very, very, very similar to business, right? We will say that, Hey, I want to get booked out with clients, or I want to expand my reach with marketing. And I want to add 500 people to my email list or whatever the goal is, or I want to hit consistent 10 K months. And we start and we start doing all these things different. And then 30 days in, we're like, Oh my gosh, I'm not hitting my goals. Obviously, obviously you're not going to like just suddenly become this next version of yourself that you desire to be right. It's only been 30 days. Please tell me you relate because this is me in all aspects of my life. But when you have somebody else to reflect back to you, like, okay, so you're not there yet, but let's look at where you are and how far you've come and you've done these things and this effort is paying off. And that consistent effort will always create results. My coach said that to me about four weeks ago. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you're so right. And it's so funny. So many things that my fitness coach will Voxer to me, I'm like, that's what I say to my clients. It's hard taking your own medicine. I also want to share that. I have had to do more mindset work on a regular basis around my strength training and nutrition goals than I could have ever imagined. It's a lot more of a mental game. I can follow the plan, right? I can follow my programming. I I know what I have to do, but navigating all the thoughts that come up, it's the hardest part. And so it's the same in business because we quickly discount all of the actual effort and we let ourselves get in our head. And then we just convince ourselves that we're not far enough along, or we're not making good enough progress, or we haven't gone fast enough or all of these things. And that is what makes or breaks so many of us. And so the way that we navigate that is making sure that we're being truly honest with the data and really sitting down with ourselves and saying, hold on, what does my effort actually look like? What does that actually mean? And where am I maybe mm, being a little too hard on myself or refusing to recognize results that are actually already happening, even if they're not as big as I had hoped? Am I being realistic with my expectations? And then the other piece of that is making sure that we lean into support. And whether you are just starting out and you can only invest in free resources, do that. Find yourself a coach that you like to listen to every single day on their podcast, join their Facebook group, follow them on Instagram, get that free access to accountability and motivation. It will pay off. And when you're ready, invest in somebody who is going to support you with your goals. And again, I've shared this so many times on podcasts, but I can't say this enough. When you do invest in a coach, make sure they actually get your journey. Make sure they actually get the path that you are walking or trying to walk to some degree, right? There are lots of good people out there and lots of good coaches, but that doesn't mean that they're the right coach for you. I am not the right coach for every person, obviously. I am the right coach for 
women who want to scale and grow their business and who are navigating life and becoming moms or desiring to become moms, or they're going through big life changes and they want to create a business that is more sustainable than what they have now. And they know they're meant for bigger things and they're running up against challenges in terms of mindset, but they know a lot about the strategy or they don't or whatever. Like that's who I'm for. I'm not for the person who is like, you know what? I want to create a booming e-commerce business. That's not my jam, right? I'm not for the person who is wanting to create an entirely digital product-based business and they want to have a team of 47 people. That's not my jam. Like I can also help identify who I'm not for. So make sure that you're really honest with people who you enjoy and are considering investing in. You can like somebody a lot and love what they talk about, and maybe they're not the right coach for you. So that's kind of a little tangent there. But I think the other example would be, let's say that somebody came to me and they're like, I want to live the laptop lifestyle. I absolutely want to spend three months of the year in Bali. And then I want to be in Patagonia and I want to do this. And I want you to teach me how I can truly do this in a successful way and scalable. And I want to understand how to navigate all of the travel and work that in. I don't teach the laptop lifestyle. Sure. Do I bring my laptop with me and do we travel some? Yes, but that's not my model and that's not what I've lived. And so there are other people that are better equipped than me to like coach and teach specifically that. You see what I mean? But that same person could get a lot of value from my free content. But if they wanted somebody to like create an actual blueprint of how to make that their reality, I have a couple people that I would suggest. So again, making sure that you are investing in people to help you with your journey, making sure that they understand your journey and making sure that you're just really being honest with yourself instead of hard on yourself. Because I tend to fall in the camp of, yeah, it's really easy to be hard on myself and just point out all the things I haven't accomplished versus the things that I have and where I'm going and what's possible because of that. So I want you to just really know that prioritizing yourself does pay huge dividends in becoming a more centered, clear, confident version of your CEO self. And that one of the best ways to look for opportunities to do this is any seasonal changes in your life or business, right? Kind of those things that I mentioned, like, do you have an opportunity coming up where a child is starting school or they're finally going to go in daycare or you're hiring a nanny or kids are going off to school or you're becoming an empty nester, or maybe your husband is going to be gone for six months on a work trip. I'm not saying that all of those things aren't hard and disruptive because moving has been hard and disruptive. And I've found a way to look at how can I use this as an opportunity to create a new habit now with this like shift or this disruptor in our life. So I'm sure I will be sharing a lot in the coming months about how my journey with health and wellness continues to have just a lot of parallels with business growth. And I hope that this resonates with someone and maybe it's, maybe it's, you've been thinking that you want to prioritize yourself and you just haven't taken the step. And maybe this will be the thing that gives you that extra nudge and that you can do this. And maybe you're already doing it and you're like, yes, okay. I really want to look at the data and I really want to be honest with how much I've actually already accomplished. And I want to find a way to be a little bit less hard on myself and a little bit gentler and a little bit more celebratory. So whatever it is, I hope it's been helpful. And as always, I love to hear from you. If you're listening to this and you got 
any type of like nugget or it resonated or it made you think of something, share it with me in the DMs over on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email. And of course, if you haven't already joined me over in the Up Level Lounge, please do so. I love seeing everybody's conversations and meeting new faces as well. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will be right here next week with a new episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.